In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. The concept of remembrance is central in the Bible. God calls us to remember because we are forgetful people. The first sin was an act of forgetting. Man created in the image of God and given dominion over the creation immediately forgot the goodness and generosity of his maker. He believed the serpent's lie, forfeited his throne, and became a servant of creation rather than its ruler. Ever since the fall, when by some mighty act God has saved his people and restored them to their former dignity, he has commanded his people to remember. Remembering what God has done and who we are in relationship to him leads us to be faithful. When we forget, we repeat the pattern of the fall. We believe the lie again. We forfeit our throne again and once again become idolaters, servants rather than rulers of the creation. To remember in the Bible does not mean merely to think about something in the past. To remember means to bring the past event into the present moment so that we can experience God's power again. When God saved Israel by the blood of the Passover lamb, he commanded that the day be observed, quote, as a memorial throughout your generations. The rabbis taught that when each generation of Jewish people observed the Passover, it was as if they set their own feet on the bottom of the Red Sea. In our Holy Week celebrations, we remember or experience again the Passover deliverance of Israel as it has been fulfilled by Jesus in the new exodus. On Good Friday, we were witnesses to the cross as Christ, our Passover, was sacrificed for us. Today, we are witnesses as Christ rises triumphant over Satan, sin, and death. On Easter, we remember our baptisms. Baptism is the objective historical moment when our lives were connected to the events of Good Friday and Easter. As St. Paul explains, quote, Know ye not that so many of us as were baptized into Jesus Christ were baptized into his death? Therefore we are buried with him by baptism into death, that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. For if we have been planted together in the likeness of his death, we shall also be in the likeness of his resurrection, knowing this, that our old man is crucified with him, that the body of sin might be destroyed, 
that henceforth we should not serve sin. For he that is dead is freed from sin. In baptism our sins were washed away. Our sinful nature was put to death. In baptism we are raised up to sit with Christ in the heavenly places as kings and priests, to rule with Christ and to offer the acceptable sacrifice of praise and thanksgiving. On Easter, we renew the vows and experience of our baptism. The long Lenten season invited us to die to sin through renewed repentance. Now Easter calls us to rise again through renewed faith. On Easter, we come to the tomb again with St. John to see the linen cloths and believe. On Easter, the risen Christ calls each of us again by name and commands us to be not faithless, but believing. On Easter Day, Christ rises in conquest of Satan, sin, and death, and calls us to rise and conquer with him. On Easter, we remember that the Christian life is not meant to be led timidly. Sometimes in our culture, it is suggested that faith in Christ is meant to be merely a private thing, stashed away in the heart that we must make compromises with the world, the flesh, and the devil to get by. The Christian faith is meant merely to be some sort of insurance policy against hell in the future, as if the essence of our faith were this. We will live just like everyone else, but when we die, someone will stand up at our funeral and offer the trite consolation that we've gone to a better place even though nobody knows where that place is. This is all nothing more than forgetfulness. The triumph of Easter, which is ours through baptism and faith, is the complete conquest of Satan, sin, and death in the world and in each of our lives. In Christ, we are able to conquer our destructive patterns of thought and behavior. We are free to live without guilt, shame, and fear. We have the power to obey the commandments of God. We are now able to love one another as Christ has loved us. We can say no to temptation. We can endure our trials. As God's new people living in God's new creation, we may now take dominion over the things to which we were once enslaved. This power to conquer is given to us in baptism and is experienced progressively as we live the life of prayer in Christ. Easter does not free us from Affliction, tribulation, or struggle. 
Rather, Easter guarantees that we will overcome the affliction, endure the tribulation, and win the battle. Easter is the assurance that we will also conquer. We will also rise from the dead if we persevere in faith and obedience. In Lent, we fasted, and we connected our fast to a specific confession of our sins. Now it is time to bring forth the fruits of the fast. Now it is time to practice self-control, where we were once captive to our desires. Now it is time to replace doubt, fear, and despair with faith and faithfulness. Now it is time to replace the pessimism of the world with the sure and certain hope of resurrection and the knowledge that God works in all things for good for those who love him and are the called according to his purpose. Now it is time to replace selfishness, anger, and hatred with love. Now it is time to consider what gifts God has given us and what our mission for Christ is in this world and the time we have left. Now it is time to begin to really live. On Easter, God calls us to remember. Remember that God saved his people by the blood of the Passover lamb, conquered the hosts of Pharaoh, and led Israel to freedom through the Red Sea waters. Remember that Christ, our Passover, is sacrificed for us, that Satan is conquered, and that sin no longer has any power over us. Remember that we were buried with Christ through baptism and raised with him through faith. Remember that in Christ we have the power to conquer every enemy. Remember that the life planted within us in baptism is destined for resurrection. We will die as Christ died on Good Friday, but we will also rise again and be given new bodies as Christ rose again on Easter Day. Quote, the trumpet shall sound and the dead shall be raised incorruptible and we shall be changed. Remember, as Romans says, that the whole creation groans and labors with birth pangs, waiting for Easter to be completed in the resurrection and renewal of the entire created order. Remember, therefore, as St. Paul exhorts us, to be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.